this show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and center in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. So today I'm delighted to welcome Samantha Jarrett to the podcast show. Samantha and I have been working together over the last six weeks to support her to improve the quality of her sleep. Samantha reached out to me when I put a promotion in one of the Facebook groups about getting better quality sleep and I was trying to understand the nature of the problem for people. So welcome Samantha. Thank you for having me. Paint the picture for me of what life was like for you before we started speaking about your sleep. So from when I was pretty young, probably pre-teens, I have had a lot of trouble falling asleep. Once I'm asleep, it's not a problem, but getting to sleep has been a big issue. So I go to bed at a reasonable time and then I would just lay in bed for hours, just awake and tossing and turning and, and so not getting to sleep at all and then whatever sleep I got was was pretty minimal and I didn't realize how big of a problem it was until we sort of started to fix it. Uh, I was tired, I was grumpy uh, and just not not able to fully function really and, and not realizing it, you know, because it was normal. Yeah, it was, it was how it's always been. Mm. And so what were the things you were missing out on in your day? Uh, well, by the end of the day, you know, I'm short-tempered. I don't want to play with, with my daughter. I don't want to do things. Um, you know, I'm missing out on playtime and bonding and 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 sort of really enjoying things as much as you can just because I'm just too tired. Just dragging yourself around through life. Yes. <laughs> I can remember you describing what it was like waking up in the morning. Will you t- tell me about that? I just felt blurred. <laughs> <laughs> I just it was just groggy and getting out of bed was really hard because I was just so tired so it would take me you know half three quarters of an hour to to finally come around and get out of bed you know and if I had an alarm when I was working I'd hit that snooze button five or six times before I finally got out of bed you know and at the moment I don't have an alarm I have a kid and she will come in five or six times before I will finally get out of bed you know just because I'm that tired I couldn't get going Okay. And so what were the blocks that stopped you from making the changes you needed? I didn't realize how much of a problem it was until I saw your promotion and you listed all the, you know, the symptoms, you know, do you have this, this and this? And I'm like, oh, I've got all of these things. And the only box I didn't tick was that I wasn't over 40. (laughs) That was the only, I was like, oh, hang on a second. I've got all these issues. And then I reached out and yeah, I kind of knew I was tired but didn't really think about it because it was normal. And so what had you tried before to improve the quality of your sleep? Um, I tried going to bed earlier and I just then I just laid in there longer. I tried a couple of relaxing um, like audio programs and, and they do help, although they did help you know, but not a lot. And I tried a couple of little herbal remedies and that sort of things. Stayed well away from from sleep medication because I'm just so insanely sensitive to it that I would sleep through the house burning down. So figured that wasn't a good idea. But yeah, I tried a couple of things, but again, I didn't know it was such a big problem. 
why did you really want to make the changes? Because we know that change takes consistent action. Well, once once I sort of realised how big a problem it was and, and you helped me sort of that first couple of days after I'd started working with you, I realised how big of a problem it was and how good I could feel. And that, that sort of made me really stick with it and, and change it from there. But the, the wanting to change was, was mostly your ad popped up and I went, oh, hang on a second, I'm every one of those. Probably should look at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then obviously we, we discussed different strategies for your particular situation. What actions are you taking consistently to get your sleep under control? So with your help, I stopped watching television and screens. We've, we've worked out they were a really big problem for me. Um, about an hour before I go to bed now and I have a consistent, roughly consistent bedtime. And I so no, no more screens, no more television for about an hour before bed. And I will sit down with a book um, and I will wind down just quietly and nicely. If I want to spend time with my, with my husband without television, we'll occasionally play like a board game, something nice and quiet, but a nice board game and just relax before bed. So, but the big thing has been no screens. The other thing is we're trying to get a little bit more movement during the day, some, some, some more exercise during the day. And I'm, I'm also trying to drink more water during the mornings so that I'm not waking up in the night time with a very full bladder. <laughs> so we're trying to, trying to work on that as well. And there was another one was the tea. Yeah, I'm a tea fanatic. Love tea. And I was drinking stacks of it all day, every day. Um, so we're trying to, to limit the amount of tea because I, I refuse to give tea up. <laughs> So we're trying to limit it. Um, and also probably after about three o'clock in the afternoon, I won't drink any more tea, which has been a huge thing for me. Tea is my comfort. Um, so to to limit that has, has helped as well. I didn't realise sort of how much of an effect that was having. So, yeah, of course I forget about tea. <laughs> Great. So talk to me now. It's about six weeks. Talk to me the differences in your life now as a result of what you've been doing. So I'm I'm not as tired. Um, the afternoons I'm I'm not I'm not dragging my heels as much. I'm not as cranky and I'm not snapping at my daughter, you know, for doing normal things. And I'm just too tired to deal with that. I think about a week and a half in, uh, Emily came in one morning and I just rolled over and got out of bed. And my husband noticed. He went, "Wow, you just got out of bed this morning. Like it was just up and at him. It was unusual and really good." Uh, you know, I, I don't feel I don't feel blur anymore. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm I feel better. I'm I'm happier. I mean, I'm normally a fairly bubbly person anyway, but it's it's better. I, I just don't feel so yucky, right? and I'm 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 not exhausted all the time. Probably the big thing, and yeah, it's it's been good. Mm, that's great to hear. So that's just in six weeks, and so think of it how simple they are. So it's move a little bit more each day. Preserve that wind down hour before you go to bed. Yeah. You know, limit the amount of tea. And that's just purely because of the caffeine. And we knew you had a sensitivity to caffeine. So minimizing the impact for you being able to fall asleep. But I think the one thing you haven't mentioned is that you now almost consistently fall asleep easily. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, I don't know why I didn't mention that. I go to bed and within half an hour, usually within 15 minutes, I'm asleep. And for me, that is huge. You know, that's just massive. I would normally spend three, four, five hours in bed wasting time. And, and now I just go to sleep. It's it's phenomenal. It's, it's crazy. And I love it. <laughs> if I think of the simplicity of what we're doing, 
but it's the, your consistency. So you have taken these actions on. So I remember the first time we spoke, within an yeah. hour, you had sorted out your bedroom and made it the haven you wanted to be. You had yeah. put a chair in your room because obviously your partner loves to watch TV at night. So you yeah. didn't find excuses not to do things. You actually just took action just one step of the way. And like we were talking about earlier, there's still things to go, you know. It's not about being perfect. It's about being consistent. No, no, I am I am not perfect at all. I'm still struggling to get my water in early, and I, I don't know why because water is so easy. But um, I'm struggling to get water in early, so I do wake up with a full bladder during the night on, you know, the odd occasion, probably more than I should, and I'm working on that. I am working on moving more during the day. I'm just not a movement type person <laughs> and, and I'm getting there but the, the chair thing came about because about three days in I realized that I was trying to read in the lounge room you know my husband was watching television I'd be reading and the next thing I know I'm watching the television and that, I realized oh hang on a second this isn't working so I better do something about it just making and I couldn't believe how insanely simple all these little things that you suggested were but I just never thought about it so doing those things just pulled it through it was crazy and it just worked. <laughs> That's fantastic. And you were willing to make the changes, you see. Well, I'm not going to find any solutions if I don't do something. Obviously, what I'm doing, what I was doing wasn't working. I've got to do something else. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I think the definition of insanity is, you know, to do the same thing every day and expect a different result. Like, that's just crazy. <laughs> so I've got to do something else. I guess the encouragement to anybody listening is that it doesn't take a huge amount of effort. No. You know, Samantha has also been using a sleep diary and the sleep diary is, I guess for her in some ways, it it gives her the insights she needs to see the correlation between the quality of her sleep or what's happened in the day impacting her sleep and so on. That's part of it. But the other part of it is accountability. And so she has an accountability to herself and she completes her sleep diary and we'll stop that sleep diary at some point. But right now, while some of these habits are still forming, so we know that new habits take on average about 28 days to form. But if you are counteracting habits of a lifetime, it takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. No. So we're just using that sleep diary now. It's just a tool we use at the moment and it is just something that builds insight because when you see over a course of a week, the relationship between the time you consistently go to bed, what happens when you wake up and so on. There's a relationship with almost everything. Not writing it down, I would have never put it all together because you can't remember that far back. And I don't know about anyone else, but I rarely know what day it is. So trying to work out what day you did this and that, putting it all down on paper, just it brought a lot of things to light. And then, you know, you would pick up on even more things. It was it was really good. Because obviously I'm not involved, so I can also see the pattern a little bit easier than you can. Yep. And that's what these tools are for, you know. So it's you getting some level of insight and then I get another layer of insight and we talk it through, work out what else. And I think the other thing to remind is we haven't added more than those simple three things that you're focusing on. No, there's nothing. We've stuck with three things yeah. and you building the habit there. 
And yep. there will be other things that we will improve upon, you know, so making, I know that getting the water under control, we know that's one clue, but the other reasons for perhaps waking with a full bladder may relate to something in your nutrition. And we'll look at that in a bit more detail. Yep. Well, thank you, Samantha. I really am very, very excited for you that you're actually sleeping so easily now. You know, I think it's just such a weight off your shoulders that you can participate fully in your own life and that you're functioning so well with your daughter, your partner. It's just flowing out from, you know, that humble beginnings of trying to get to sleep easily. It's been fantastic. And I mean, thank you so much for taking me on board, even though I didn't fit the over 40 criteria. And it's just been wonderful. And I, I don't ever want to go back to how it was. I, I never want to go back there. It was just it was horrible and I didn't know how good I could feel and I don't want to not feel this good. Beautiful. That's fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you for your time today and yeah, look forward to keep on working with you and we will just keep peeling the layers of the onion. Yes, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and you can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Have you heard about Sleep Timber? It's a month to focus on restorative sleep and it's a month packed with so much goodness for you. What will it take for you to take care of yourself? Head to www.sleeptember.com.au to find out about the free events and sign up to join a movement of sleep lovers. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.